Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Isaac Aqua. He's the vice president at Wentworth Institute of Science and Health. Isaac, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kelsey. It's great to be here. Looking forward to speaking with you today. Yeah, excited to have you. So, Isaac, tell me a little bit about yourself. Oh, well, how, how long do you have? How long is this episode? <laughs> <laughs> I've got quite a journey, probably unlike uh, a lot of people out there. But just in summary, uh, you know, I, I come from a family of educators. Uh, and I heard a quote recently that probably applies best that you find your place or where you're supposed to be a lot of times where you're spending a lot of time trying to avoid it. And I think that's where I kind of got to where I'm at. Um, you know, I started my career in sales and kind of bounced around and tried different industries. I never thought going into it that I would do that. I thought I would be more traditional and have kind of straight line. But I just found myself kind of experiencing different things. And then one day I was in a situation where our company was um, expanding and they came to me and said, what is it that you think you do really well? Because now that we have more resources, you've got to focus on one thing. If you got to focus on one thing, what's that? And I realized no matter what industry I was in, whether it was pharmaceuticals, sales, customer service, whatever it is, I was always gravitated to learning and developing, to working with others, developing others. That was really a passion of mine. And so that's really I focused my career and where I really took off and, you know, got to, you know, wherever I'm at, I'm at right now. Um, and today, uh, what I wanted to uh, talk to you about is a passion project of mine, something that started a couple of years ago, uh, the Wentworth Institute of Science and Health. And, you know, uh, by day, I, obviously I'm a L&D leader, but it's really something that has become, you know, my focus. And, and I think that's something important for everybody that, you know, no matter what you do financially or professionally, you should find time to do something that really stimulates you. And I think because I've been in learning and development so much. It's natural to have that service-oriented attitude, and that led me into the nonprofit world. So that's uh, that's the uh, Cliff Note version. <laughs> Cliff Note, that's fantastic. Well, it sounds like it's been a really interesting journey. You know, you've taken on, you know, Wish. Talk to me a little bit more about, you know, Wentworth and, and Wish. Yeah, so Wish is a very unique um, opportunity that came out of a place that most of us experienced a lot of negativity in. So over the last few years, we know how crazy it's been with the pandemic and everything. Uh, but one of the things um, that I learned early in my career is attitude and perception are really huge keys in being successful. So while we were sitting around, me and the rest of the board members and our founder, um, we, we happened to be friends and colleagues, and we had a lot of extra time in our hands. And we just kept talking about these things that we wanted to do or we could do or we always wished we would do. And we just sat around one day and said, why don't we do it? Um, and I think oftentimes, especially when you're trying to start something on your own, that's the hardest part. It seems simple, but the hardest part is to actually go out there and do it. People say, you know, why would you do that? How would you do that? How do you start something on your own? And really, you just have to sit down and figure it out. So we did some research. Uh, you know, we got some legal in place and uh, we founded Wish uh, on the uh, purpose of investing in the future of science. Our founder... Um, has her PhD in genetics and molecular biology. Um, and so she loved her journey. But what she thought about is if she had a partner throughout that journey to support her, whether it be financially or just kind of through the experience, 
it would have made it that much more, you know, exciting and that much meaningful. And so that's really what Wish is all about. Just looking at the future science, people who are interested in science, people who might not know that STEM is for them or that it applies and try to, you know, get out there and be a partner with them throughout their journey from undergrad all the way throughout and hopefully professionally as well. And so that was two years ago, going to our third year now, and uh, we're going strong. Wow. All right. That's really fascinating. So tell me, kind of talk to me a little bit more about WISH and, you know, what what you, what the programs, you know, more and more about it. Yeah. So we really focus on a few different areas. Uh, number one, uh, mentorship is a huge thing. And that's something that ties in a lot into kind of my uh, my work in L&D, just being a support system and, and being that partnership, you know, in that journey. Uh, scholarship, obviously, you know, scholarships and grants. Um, uh, STEM literacy. So really getting out there and educating people on what STEM is and how it's so connected in so many different ways. And a lot of people feel like they don't, you know, they can't, they're not part of it or they can't be a part of it or that's kind of not my thing. And then also community outreach, just going out there and talking to people and getting people excited about these type of things, especially kind of supporting, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, our educational system, where we're at, how should we go about it? But I think just going out there and talking to young people and getting them excited about just learning in general and especially in STEM um, is really important. And so we really look at those four areas. Uh, Long term, we would love to get into translational research and really being an alternative where if you know anything about getting grants and getting support and things like the NIH does, there's a lot of old money there. There are a lot of relationships and it's kind of hard for a lot of new groups to get into that, you know, ecosystem. And we would love at one point to provide an opportunity where people can just do research for the pure joy and the pure benefit of exploring and learning about the world. So that's kind of like the end goal. But we looked at it and we said, where can we make an impact right away? And whether it's just one person who's either turned on to STEM or turned on to, you know, exploring it, we thought that if we could do that and go from there, that would be the place. So our first real, you know, journey into the nonprofit world was really, was raising money for uh, scholarship and grants for undergraduates who are interested in STEM fields and then graduate students who are interested in continuing in their journey. So that's a lot of our focus right now, along with providing those networking opportunities for the mentorships and also going out there and speaking to the community. Um, so we run fundraisers throughout the throughout the year. Our big one is a 5K. Um, I support people in it. I'm not pre- currently running it. <laughs> Maybe I should. Maybe I should get out there and lead from the front. Uh, but it's a really good time, and it's allowed us over the last couple of years to go from zero to offering uh, several uh, scholarships and grants in, in the greater uh, Georgia area. And also we have a few. Um, uh, we have one Memorial one in the Arizona area for uh, – um, one of our board members. Wow. Wow. So it sounds like, you know, the work that you're doing is super impactful and important. Talk to me a little bit more about, you know, the, the changes that you've seen and the growth that you've seen within WISH. Um, I think what's really interesting and what connects us all, because all of us come to it, it's completely nonprofit right there. None of us take a salary or do anything from it at this point. How much, us taking our passion, our energy, and our extra time into something that we can see that impact in has really been rewarding not only personally, but also professionally in our day-to-day because we're getting so much energy and so much positive reinforcement from doing something that really has an impact. 
I would say that Wish initially, you know, just like anybody or any organization or any group of people that want to do something, it was a lot of us around us figuring out what we were going to be, what our purpose was, and all those type of things, literally from scratch. And I think over the last two years, it's just been incredible to see our growth from, you know, the first donor that we were able to engage, the first, you know, marketing post we put out there, and the first board meeting that we had, the first kind of away day we did, like all of these firsts that you may take for granted in your day to day, it's really reinvigorating us. And, you know, uh, at, at, the, at the bottom of, at the end of the day with it, literally going out with our, our, our community outreach and speaking to the public and looking in people's faces and seeing that our time is valuable, mm-hmm. that I think a lot of people, when it comes to doing nonprofit work, they look at the big organizations and they say, well, we'll never be able to be like, say, the Red Cross or something like that. Like, what's my dollar going to do or what's my five minutes of time? And I think the biggest growth I've seen within the board and with within the community is, you know, every little bit literally counts. As corny as it might sound or as cliche as it is, it really has made a difference. Even in our sponsors, you know, they're giving their money and their time, but they're seeing in the community how these students are going on and they're being successful. And, you know, that dream of partnering with them and, you know, seeing that success has been really rewarding. Wow. So do you think it's that, you know, really starting from the ground, really working for everything that, you know, has been able to help Wish differentiate itself from its competition? I think so. I think so. And I think we've really focused on ourselves. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we don't really look around and, I mean, obviously we're aware that we're all in competition with everything around us. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and, and that's probably a contrast also to what we've done, what I've even I've done professionally with Wish we really focus on what we're doing, how we can get better and how we're affecting the community mm-hmm. as opposed to looking around and trying to grab territory or yeah. kind of push people out of the way and being really competitive. Now, don't get yeah. me wrong. We are competitive. We want to grow. I think that's essential in anything. You have to want to win, so to speak. Wow. Uh, and I almost think our chosen fundraiser of a race kind of fosters that within us. But at the end of the day, I, I, I think that that the fact that we are coming and we're kind of pure art about it, it really does distinguish us out there because there really isn't anything else for us to gain out of it other than, you know, supporting other people and kind of spreading our message uh, and getting the satisfaction out of that. Yeah. So I think that's and, and knowing that you can do that. I think we we all in our professional lives are are an autopilot sometimes where we're just we're chasing the next promotion or we're chasing the next level, whatever it is. And knowing that you can go out there and do something from an altruistic standpoint has been re- really eye opening as well. And once again, added something to my professional life as opposed to you think about, man, when I get off of work, you know, I want to rest, I'm gonna relax, you know, that's where I'm gonna recharge. Actually, getting out there and working with Beauty and working with Wish has really energized me in a way that I didn't think so. And I think my board members feel the same way. Wow, that's fantastic. And like you said, I think you you took the words right out of my mouth. It's that altruistic giving back that, you know, you are just putting in the work so that other people can have opportunities. I think that's I think that's fantastic. So, you know, to that point, you it sounds like, you know, you're doing a lot of events. There's a lot of groundwork that's going on. You know, talk to me a little bit about the the individuals that are involved with Wish. Talk to me a little bit about trends that you've seen and what that looks like. So as I mentioned, the individuals that are involved with Wish all completely are volunteering their time. Mm-hmm. We have a really good mix. And see, this is another thing that I think we do really well is that 
we are a scientific or STEM-based organization, mm-hmm. but our board members come from various different perspectives. And mm-hmm. we have people that have PhD level um, experience in in strictly STEM fields. We have people like myself that come from more of a my, my undergraduate degrees in psychology, more from a social science or from a sales background. You know, we have people that work with technology. And so because we're able to have, you know, such a diverse group of thought, thought leaders within our organization, I think we're able to see, you know, the, 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 the world around us in a much more literally round way. Um, and I think we court that. Um, we want people who are currently interested in STEM, but we also want people who never thought they would be more people that are discouraged in certain ways. You hear all the times in the educational system how people check out at an early age because they just say, you know, math's not my thing or, you know, whatever it is. And we'll go in and talk to um, these kids and say things like, hey, you know, you know, you like play video games, you know, or, you know, the shoes you're wearing or, you know, have you ever heard of analytics in basketball? That's all STEM stuff. You don't realize that's connected. And I think that that is huge in terms of the type of people that we we love to work with, the type of we currently with, and the, the fact the type of people that will become part of Wish moving forward. Wow. Um, as far as the trends, I would say one of the things that I think we did really well is kind of an attitude of what's old is new again, mm-hmm. and just really getting out there. And it's interesting because, you know, obviously coming from a portion in time where we're really disconnected and unable to connect with people, we really focused on trying to connect with people, whether it be virtual like we're doing today or actually going out in the community now that we've gotten a chance and talking to people and really connecting on that let that way, that word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really what's what birth wish, what's kind of keeping us going. And and I think that's a really, you know, big thing that I yeah. think, especially with technology and you know, you know, in every in in every industry, I think the simple things. Um, uh, are forgotten a lot of times. And I think what really focuses a lot on keeping those things simple and really keeping about the people and and really, like I said, being pure to and uh, committed to what we, we want to do. Yeah. So kind of talking about misconceptions, you know, you mentioned that a lot of people don't necessarily understand how far the reach of STEM is or what falls under STEM. Would you say that's one of the biggest misconceptions kind of around WISH is, is understanding, you know, how, how big STEM is, or talk to me about some other misconceptions that you may have heard. I definitely think that's the biggest one. I mean, even myself, um, it's funny, whenever we're around our, uh, our president and then she, you know, invariably people ask you, what's your degree in and stuff like that. You get the big eyes and you get, oh my God, I, you know, wow, genetics and molecular biology, wow. And you just see that people are intimidated or they feel like, oh, I could never do that. I think that's what I hear a lot about STEM. I could never do that. Or, you know, that's where like the, the genius is or whatever it is. Um, and I think that one of the things we're doing with our STEM literacy program and also our community outreach is really making it more tangible and more accessible to more people. Um, especially, you know, when we keep focusing on kind of younger people, but, you know, making them feel like, you know, you, you, you don't have to be, you know, top of your class in, in, in math or whatever it is, or, you know, or even know that you want to do STEM. A lot of people in, in our that we talk to, you know, they 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 fall into it. They 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 get interested in something. Like for instance, one of our first, actually our first um, scholarship recipient, 
you know, he's into robotics and he got into robotics, you know, watching cartoons and stuff like that. And it was a very organic way it happened for him. Right. And I think the misconception with a lot of people, especially people who go on to graduate degrees and even college in some certain, some certain situations, people think they had that figured out from beginning. Mm-hmm. If they were just those people that knew it and pursued it and had that from the beginning. And that is not the case. You know, just because you're in a STEM field, um, it doesn't mean that you were uns- you weren't unsure at a certain point, or you didn't have questions, or you didn't have to get support, or whatever it is. Um, it's just like everyone else, and so I think we go out there and we make it a lot more, um, ex- like I said, accessible for people, and people go, "Wow, I can do that too." Yeah. Um, and you know, oftentimes those are the people that really make a huge difference because of that love that they have for it. So I would definitely think. Top of top of the list would be that misconception that it's not for everybody or it has a really short, short uh, reach. Yeah. So talking about that love, you know, the example you gave about the individual who, you know, found their love for robotics. Was there one point where you said to yourself or maybe said to your other board members, like, wow, we're really on to something here? Like, yeah. 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 Um, I think that. So I'll give a a unique story about Wish and how we gave out our first scholarship. So um, a few of our board members all come from the same place in Georgia. And they are the same high school. (laughs) And their mother actually goes, their sisters, their mother goes, worked at a high school for like 30 years. Mm -hmm. And she had retired, you know, a few years back, whatever. Very humble person, didn't really make fanfare or whatever. So when we were kind of thinking about where's the first place that we could go, you know, with the money that we had raised and even taking a step back, the fact that we even raised that dollar <laughs> was probably a moment where we said, wow, you know, we can do this. You know, it wasn't just our board dues or whatever. It was something that came in through our PayPal and we said, who's that? Do you know that person? Do you know that person? Wow. That's just a random person that send us money. That's crazy. Or like, without a marketing post and we got a like from someone that we didn't know. It's those little things where like, wow, we're really, you know, reaching people. So getting back to that story, we thought to ourselves, hey, what a great thing it would be to name that first scholarship after her. And so they, they had an award ceremony. We went there and we came up with these little um, trophies that light up. And it was like, we thought that was kind of cool stand things and the kids really loved it. And so, um, we actually said we might be not be giving out the best money, the most money in the day, but I think we have the coolest trophies. <laughs> um, but make a long story short, and we uh we got up there and we announced in front of the group that the scholarship from now on would be named after um it Gloria Wentworth. <laughs> and that there'll be a plaque in the in the school that we would have the names in it. And just to see not, not only the kids, uh, and, and, and to be honest, a few of these kids have re- received quite a few scholarships. They were really top-notch, and we felt fortunate, but they were really excited about getting ours. And we didn't think we were special at all, but they were like, just you could see them, they're thanking, they said, oh, this is so awesome. And then to see the face on Miss Gloria when she, you know, got that appreciation and got that standing ovation. Between those two things, like, we don't do anything else as an organization, look what we've done for these three people. I think that's when we really felt like, hey, we could do this. And, you know, that's, you know, that's where we're at. Um, and then I would say, you know, and of course, our 5K, 
you know, when we have a DJ that comes and he's really excited and when he said go and we have 30 people run and it's under the wish banner and we're just kind of like another moment. We're like, what is happening? Wow. It's really cool. It's really cool to see those little wins that become big wins. And hopefully we, you know, our goal to keep, keep getting more. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, Isaac, you know, as we start to wrap up this conversation, where can people go to learn more about wish? Okay. So obviously we have our website. We're on all social media at, Quincy Sci Health is our tag on all social media. Uh, and um, so you can go there. You can go to our website um, and um, you can find all about us. Uh, you might recognize my face. I might be on there. <laughs> and then I said we're Atlanta, we're Atlanta based. Um, and so you might see us in the community. Um, and um, yeah, so and I'm sure I can get you the, get you the direct information on on the website. Um, it's uh, wetworthsitehealth.org. Um yeah, it's 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 a little long, but it's up now. So it's you, it's you. Well, awesome. Well, Isaac, is there anything you want to leave our listeners with as we as we wrap up this conversation? Um, no. I first first and foremost, thank you so much for having me. Um, it was a surprise to hear from you. It's a great surprise, the highlight of my week. And I hope maybe you know someone someone somebody gets a load of something out of this. I would say that core thing that we talked about that whether it be STEM whether it be starting your own nonprofit, whether it be starting your own book club, like whatever it is that you want to do, you can do that and just go out and do it. You know, whether you, you fail, whether you succeed, it's worth doing it. And it's worth taking your own time to go out and explore those passions because we're not always lucky in our professional lives to align and do things that we're passionate about. Uh, you know, a lot of us grew up wanting to be professional athletes or astronauts, whatever it is, and for whatever reason, it didn't work out, but you can go out and you can help your community. You can do things that stimulate you and make you exciting, give your life meaning. Um, and all you have to do is go out there and find some like-minded people that want to spend a little bit of time. And whether it's five minutes or five hours a week or whatever it is, it really is worth it and it's really beneficial. So, and if you're interested in them, come talk to us. We'd love to have you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Great pitch. Well, awesome. Isaac, this has been a wonderful conversation. I really appreciate you taking the time to explain, you know, all the great things that you're doing at Wish, how the company has grown, how you've seen the changes. And it really, it's really how altruistic, you know, you and your board members are for taking this on and supporting, you know, the youth and the youth in STEM. So I really appreciate you being on Business Ninjas today. Thank you so much. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.